This is black. Recently, I was reminded of a story um, that I learned back when I was in uh, undergrad. Um, I had a professor that talked a lot about his experience growing up in the counterculture era and the Vietnam years. And there was a story that stuck out to me. And again, it's this become relatively popular. Um, and I was recently speaking about it with a friend that in Vietnam, after the war, again, the, we, whatever your opinion may be of the war, the challenges of the real reality of the impact of not only to Vietnam, but to us are still being, um, still being, um, uh, felt today. And there's a story that after the war, the United States on a goodwill mission, quote unquote, takes these tractors to the Vietnamese farmers as, and says, oh, hey, you know, we're going to give you these tractors. This is going to help in farming. And they go and drop them off. And years later, um, people come back to those areas where those new tractors were being given to farmers and the same place those tractors were dropped off. They're still there. As a matter of fact, parts have been removed. Tires have been taken off and made into gardens, um, but no use. Um, and people found this to be fascinating. They were like, well, why didn't they use this tractor? And there's been many interpretations of this, um, st actually studies done. And one that really speaks to me is that when you are going to someone and you say, I want to help you, oftentimes we, we go to them out of an ethnocentric, egocentric, narcissistic framework of what we see as value. And then we try to impart that upon them and saying, oh, well, this is what I see as value. So I think that this is what you see as value. We, we built tractors and we need tractors. So Vietnamese, you would love to have these tractors. It's kind of the idea of some of this philanthropy that is going on for some time where um, you go into a community and say, oh, you know what? I know what the real problem here is. We're going to build a school or we're going to start um, um, we're going to start a, a camp for these kids or any and all things that you now are seeing from some of the philanthropic frameworks, not only here in the United States, but around the world. And what I found, which was powerful, is what is missing from the conversation. And it has nothing to do with the people who actually want to give. It actually has to do with the people who you're trying to serve. What are their needs? Oftentimes we don't ask that. We, we think we know what people need. And again, this is a, it largely comes out of narcissism, but um, think about how you see service to people. 
but not ever asking what is it that you exactly need. That's true service. True service is humbling yourself to participate, engage, support someone else. That's true service. And so I remember hearing this thought where it said, before you seek to change the world, you must first live in it. And I think that's a truth about sometimes how we arrive at these conclusions of the world around us and the need for change, but you've never lived in the change. You never lived in the world that you're trying to change. You don't even know if that is what's needed. I'm reminded of another story, a gentleman I know who does some philanthropic work in Africa, and he was in East Africa, and he he said he went, and there was somehow a connection between another guy, and they went to build a school, and went to this village, and and talked with the leaders, and said, oh, we're going to help build a school, and they were all very thankful, and oh, yeah, that's great, and uh, they began the process, and over six months, they built a foundation, they've gotten all the resources together in order to build a school, and he leaves. He comes back, and the school has is still in the same place that it was in prior to him leaving. And he approaches the village elders and says, hey, you know, what have you done with the money? Why is the school not further along? And they said, oh, well, a drought came. And so we used some of the resources to help with that. We also had some economic issues in the village um, that had taken priority, and we used the resources for that. And he said, well, that's not what I gave you the money for. And they said, well, that was what we needed. And he said, well, what about a school? And he told me that the village elder actually put him in a car, drove him about a mile outside of the city towards the west, and he pulled up to a school. And he said, well, what is this? He said, oh, this is where we send our children. A mile outside of the village. Now, remind you, he was there for almost six months working with this group of people, never asked them once about what do you think about this school and what we want to do here. Never even ventured on the other side of the the village town to go a mile outside of it, where the, it was had this connecting village, and that's where they sent their children. Fascinating. And he said, what do you, you know, you send your children here. Yes. He said, why did you not tell me that you didn't need a school? He said, every time we began that conversation, you talked about what you wanted to do for us. So I want you to think about that for a moment. The next time you are in a change mode. I don't know what you mean by. This is black.